Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and today is another huge topic. It's actually the fifth most common complaint that comes into the emergency department. I'm going to give you the approach to headache so you can crush your emergency medicine clerkship and get top one-third on your slow. Now, in this episode, there's one thing I want you to understand about headaches. Now, unlike lots of these other core chief complaints like chest pain and shortness of breath, where you order tests on virtually every single patient, with headache, it's totally the opposite. It's all about the history and exam. Your attendings are actually going to only end up testing about a quarter of these headache patients at all. The majority of cases, they simply treat symptomatically. This is great news for you because this means that every patient with a headache has the potential to really boost your slow. And here's why. Because this is a complaint you're going to see several times and your history and exam as a med student is incredibly, incredibly valuable to your attending because their ears are going to perk when they hear you say certain key phrases, and they're going to be very, very impressed when they hear certain red flags that you mention during your presentation. So let's get started. Let's go through this. Step one in your approach to headache. As we've done in previous episodes, we always start by writing out the differential diagnosis. But today, I'm going to actually have you start doing something new, something a little bit more time-consuming, but totally worth it. This is what I do myself. I don't just write out the differential diagnosis. With every one of these core complaints, I do what I call dissecting the differential. And this is what I mean. I write my differential diagnosis in a column, and then next to each one, I write one or two specific findings that I'm specifically going to ask about and look for during my history. And then as the patient talks, I go through and I put a dot next to each one as it's addressed. That way I always have a thorough, focused approach and I don't miss anything and I hit all of the red flags. With headache, there are 11 life-threatening diagnoses that you need to write down on your paper and dissect. Let's go through this, starting with the big two. The king, subarachnoid hemorrhage. Is this headache sudden and maximal at onset, or did it start with exertion? Number two, the queen. Is this headache meningitis? Does this patient have any fevers, or are they immunosuppressed? These are the big two, you guys. Subarachnoid hemorrhage and meningitis. Then you're going to move on to the three killers in the brain. These are strokes. So you're going to ask about things like weakness and vertigo. Hematomas. So specifically, you need to ask if the patient is anticoagulated or if they've had any recent traumas or falls. And then you need to think about tumors. Is this a very slow and progressive onset headache? Is it worse when they lie down flat and in the mornings? That sort of thing. Then six, seven, and eight are the three killers in the blood vessels. Arterial dissection. Does this patient have a history of trauma? The classic case is a patient that goes to the chiropractor, although that certainly doesn't have to be the trigger. Or does the pain radiate in the neck? Does this patient have a brain DVT, also called a dural venous sinus thrombosis? Patients who are at risk for this are typically pregnant or hypercoagulable in some way. And then the last one is giant cell arteritis, also called temporal arteritis. 
This is in old patients, typically females, and they have something called jaw claudication, where their jaw starts to ache when they chew food. And then finally, there are three sort of miscellaneous killers that you have to keep in the back of your head. Preeclampsia in pregnant patients with hypertension, carbon monoxide with patients usually in the winter with sick family members or sick pets sometimes, and then glaucoma. Does this patient have any eye pain or vision changes? That's it. That's 1 through 11. Subarachnoid hemorrhage and meningitis, strokes, hematomas, and tumors, dissection, DVTs, and arteritis, and then preeclampsia, carbon monoxide, and glaucoma. Those are your 11. Write out your list, write out some key phrases next to each one, and check them off as the patient is talking to you and as you ask them questions. Now in step two, you thought you were done with your history, but you are wrong. There is one remaining question that is the single most important red flag. It is so important that it deserves its own step. You never miss this question. You are never allowed to miss this question ever. How does this headache compare to their usual headache? That is the number one red flag that is going to tip you off to every single bad secondary cause of headaches. Step three, now is when you do your physical exam. And you don't have to listen to the heart and the lungs. What you have to do is a full H-E-N-T exam and the full neuro exam. And when I say full, I mean full. We're talking walking the patient, checking their reflexes, checking their vision, the whole thing. And then you're going to tell your attending everything you did on the neuro exam, and they're going to be very impressed and very happy because they don't have to repeat those things themselves. Step four. Now, if they do have red flags, which is uncommon, but about one out of four patients will have some sort of red flag, then you need to do the necessary testing. Typically, this is either going to be a CT head without contrast or a lumbar puncture. But sometimes you do need to have some other tests in your back pocket such as sedimentation rates for patients where you suspect temporal arteritis. Sometimes you need to order a venogram or an arteriogram. Sometimes you need to take off their pulse ox and replace it with a carboxyhemoglobin probe. And this is how you test for carbon monoxide poisoning. But typically, CT head without contrast and lumbar punctures are going to be sufficient. And finally, your last step. You are going to treat the patient's pain. During your rotation, you are going to hear the term headache cocktail. A headache cocktail is a magical potion that each attending perfects, and it typically combines about five drug categories. The biggest and most important one is a dopamine antagonist. These are antipsychotics, and we don't actually know really how they work, is my understanding. But this is probably the single most effective drug at eliminating headache, so we're talking about metoclopramide, a.k.a. Reglan, and promethazine, a.k.a. Phenergan, and procloperazine, a.k.a. Compazine. You give the patient a dopamine antagonist. You also give them an antihistamine. The classic one is diphenhydramine or Benadryl. This is to prevent the theoretical side effects of the dopamine antagonist, but it also helps the patient fall asleep. The third category is a steroid. The idea behind steroids is that they prevent the recurrence of headaches. The next category is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Something like ibuprofen is just such a perfect medicine. Just because it's over-the-counter doesn't mean that it hasn't been shown to work. And then last but not least, you give the patients a bunch of fluids. 
You know this if you've ever been really drunk. Fluids help the hangover a lot, and they help your headache patients a lot. So you go ahead and just hang a bag of normal saline. Now, a quick side note regarding triptans and then some of the narcotics. Typically, we don't use the triptans. They're useful in the first hour of the headache, right when it's starting as sort of an abortive medicine. And usually by the time they're in the emergency department, it's way past that time where they would be useful. So you never really see triptans in the headache cocktail. And then narcotics, almost always the wrong answer. The American Headache Society recently joined up with the Choosing Wisely campaign, and they basically said no opiates for recurrent headaches. They can cause rebound headaches. They can cause addiction. They just, typically we stay away from them. And that actually wraps up this episode. Dissect your differential diagnosis. Ask, is this headache similar to their previous headache? Do a full H-E-N-T and a full, full neuro exam. If they have any red flags at all, you order your tests. And then you treat the symptoms with a headache cocktail. Remember, the approach to headache is all about noticing red flags from your history and physical exam. If you found this episode helpful, please mention it to another med student. My goal is to help as many of you as possible, and I would really appreciate if you spread the word. And for the last couple months now, we've actually had a new website, emclerkship.com. Please drop comments and feedback on the individual episodes, and then I can be able to respond for everyone to see. Otherwise, until next time, keep working hard, keep studying and be sure to enjoy your shift.